This is the unofficial, official podcast of the Seahawks. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Week one, big W. We are on the board, 1-0, leading the NFC West. The uh, <clears throat> San Francisco 49ers are in last place, mm-hmm. which is a good feeling. Absolute great uh, start to the season for your Seahawks fans. This is a fun podcast. Just chatting about our thoughts about week one. A lot, a lot of positive things coming out of week one. We're really excited about, uh, very optimistic about the season ahead. And great news for uh, the Seahawks social cast is we've officially come up with rules for our win-loss point system. So stay tuned for that. It's going to be fun. Rule number one, no shitty beer. <laughs> Today, we don't need to talk about that here, but it was a fucking phenomenal Sunday. (laughs) It It basically worked out as ideally as I could have liked. Almost. Let me name all the things that I was very happy with: one, Seahawks victory; Mm two, 49ers loss; Mm -hmm. three, Tom Brady sucks; Mm -hmm. and also Mm -hmm. the Dallas Cowboys, who everyone, every commentator on NFL bullshit TV. Channel, whatever the garbage you're on, Fox News, whoever you are, they all are all over the Dallas Cowboys D every fucking year to start this season. Every year. I think most people had the Dallas Dallas offense ranks into top four. How'd it go yesterday? Not very well. Yeah, not not that not that great. You guys watched Russell Wilson? See what he did out there? Very and cool. guess what? Oh, who are they talking about? Aaron Rodgers yesterday. Aaron Rodgers had a great game, but the guys on uh, NFL channel this morning, all they were talking about is Aaron Rodgers' early MVP candidate. Yeah. Why is, why is it that Russell Wilson doesn't get the credit he gets? Nine years, what is this, year nine or eight? Nine. Nine. Fucking bullshit. It's only because he plays for the Seahawks. If he was playing in West any Coast. big time city, if he was playing for the New York Giants, if he was playing yep. for New England, mm-hmm. for... Anyone. Dallas for Green Bay. Man, every year he'd be ranked number one in the league. Every year. Should we talk about his stat line or should we say Yeah, let's later? talk about his stat. Let's open this up with his stat line. It's been in, it was insane. So he was 31 for 35. Yep. For a cool 322 yards, four touchdowns, mm-hmm. and 143 passer rating. And, and he didn't even try. It was a really chill afternoon for uh, Mr. Russell Wilson. He was just so calm and collected the whole time and just took his time on everything. He, it's, it's shocking to think that he could get better from last year where him and Mahomes were easily the two best players in the league last year, I think, and neither of them won the MVP. But I guess Mahomes was hurt for a bunch of the year, mm. so it's hard to give it to him. Um, I just don't think there's anyone in the league that does more for their squad than Russell Wilson does. I think Mahomes has a great offense, and now the Seahawks have a pretty good offense. I think uh, Lamar Jackson has is surrounded by studs, mm-hmm. and I think their performance throughout the year last year was dependent a lot on him, but as well, he just had so many people around him. Yep. Russell Wilson single-handedly made the Seahawks have a winning record last year. The defense was poor. (laughs) He had a couple good players on offense to throw the ball to, but like, I don't know. I think without Russell Wilson, last year, the Seahawks are 5-11. and Yeah, I know. I think you're right. Especially with that O-line. There's no time to do anything last year. Yeah. Anyway. It scared me off the first... The first uh, play, though, when he got sacked, I was like, oh, shit. You know what? I, but it woke uh, him up. <laughs> Carl and I were just talking about this. That, like... What a way to open the season up. As soon as, <laughs> that, as, soon as right. that play happened right. and he got sacked for a nine-yard loss... And it woke him up, though. No, but my reaction was, I like that they went play action on first down. <laughs> play action, yeah. Yeah. 
This is a sign of good things to come. Yeah. I like this. And the guy made a good play. It is what it is. Yeah, yeah, Usually exactly. on that play action going the other yeah. way, the D end comes straight down the line because yeah. he thinks it's going to be a handoff and then Russell Wilson's outside of him. Because right? the tight end well, peels off. Yeah, That's, he played it yeah, really well. Yeah. yeah. Also, what he's, he was 31 for 35, you're saying? Completion? Yeah, 31 and 35. And two of those... Easily were two of those are just drops. Metcalf had that really Metcalf, bad draw. Like he was like oh, right yeah. in their hands. So really should have been 33 for 35. I like how quickly Metcalf bounced back though. Super quick, yeah. Because oh, yeah. he had a great game. And that I think that might have been his first target. I think so. It was, it was, one, early, it was earlier early in the game. On. Yeah. And yeah, just hit him in the chest and he dropped. <laughs> <laughs> but he had I thought he had a really strong second half. Mm-hmm. Lucas, this is super... Dude, we're doing a fucking professional podcast. I know, but I still have to work, bro. It's all good. What if what if um, the Seahawks Social becomes the official podcast of the Seahawks? Well, it currently is the unofficial official, so we're getting close. <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> we actually have that in writing from the team. Oh, perfect. There you go. We don't. <laughs> one, one day, one day. One day. So, um, Meyer still sucks. So I was going to say three highlights for me. I know you're going to say it, but you didn't want From it. week one. You're just saying it to piss one, me off. One, I think we have one of, if not the best offenses in the league, which was proved. Two, I think Jamal Adams is extremely underrated and probably going to oh. be the best defensive player in the league this year. He was on a mission. Three... Jason Myers is 100% on the season. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put money down on this, actually. <laughs> no, 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 I'm, not saying, I'm not saying he's going to be 100%. He currently is 100%. Okay. That one field goal was pretty ugly, though. Yeah, he had one field goal and five, five extra points. Like, how hard is that? <laughs> yeah, that's six for six, bro. Carl, do you to, see that field goal? To comment on, hey, okay, here's, here's a point. If Russell Wilson throws a 50-yard duck and DK Metcalf catches it in the end zone, mm-hmm. everyone says, touchdown. Yeah. If Myers kicks a field goal that doesn't look perfect and it goes through the uprights, who gives a shit? It went in. You just... Let's, we'll have Kawhi this con- Leonard last year. We'll have this conversation when the game is on the line. <laughs> you're telling me when the game is on the line, you're not closing your eyes when that ball's being kicked. Going, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. You're thinking about it. I guarantee. Even if it's a 13 yard field goal, and you have the best kicker of all time. Who's the best kicker of all time? Adam Vinatieri. Probably. Probably those guys. Yeah. 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 Also, the Colts kicker was really good with Peyton the, Manning. What's his name? That was Vinatieri. Oh, then he it went was. over. To, yeah, yeah, then yeah, he yeah. went over to New England. Yeah. 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 Fucking traitor. Just following them chips. Yeah. You're always going to be closing your eyes, man. Not with Vinatieri, I'm not. Yeah, you are. No. Get out of here. You're super nervous. No. When the game's on the line, everyone's nervous. Because the game's on the line, he's making that kick. Hey, Jason Myers. Maybe he... uh, Let's just get off of Myers for a second, Mm -hmm. since you're on him right now. Let's carry this conversation. Give credit, man. He's got no credit yet. He was one. For I hope one. you know until he misses one. Yeah, I'm sending you a message on every kick, every extra point. <laughs> well, so currently you did six. that, so that was that was <laughs> yeah. great. So next week it's gonna be hey Lucas. What was seven, killing bro. me was that you were on a delay, and I was like, can you just shut up so I can watch him actually miss this? And then he's like, like oh one for one, two for two. I'm like, what the fuck? I was delayed. I was on the oh, delay. Oh shit! Okay, so I don't know. So I must have been on the wrong channel because. Shit. I'm like, he hasn't kicked yet. And you're like, two for two. I'm like, what the fuck? Just ruining the game <laughs> Just for Just ruining the game for me. <laughs> I didn't. I thought you said you were live, watching it live. I was watching the live. I must have watched the wrong channel because there was a, obviously a delay. So Killing last me. week, Sans Lucas, we chatted about a couple things. One being the hashtag that's going around Seattle right now, let Russ cook. That's right. <laughs> and... I wanted to share, share some stats from the week one last year. We played the Bengals, and Russell Wilson was 14 for 20 with 195 yards and two TDs. Yesterday mm-hmm. in week one, he was 31 for 35, mm-hmm. so he had 15 more attempts, mm-hmm. almost double almost the amount double, of attempts. Yeah. He had 322 yards and four touchdowns. I may be a little premature in saying this, but I feel like 
the offense is running through Russell Wilson this year. Do you think him and Pete Carroll had a conversation over the offseason and just maybe Pete gave Russell the reins? I don't, honestly, I don't know if it's Pete Carroll's decision. Like, Pete Carroll doesn't call plays for the Seahawks. Their offensive coordinator is Schotten, mm-hmm. Schottenheimer. Right. Is that his last name? He does. So I think it was more him than Carroll. But at some point, you just have to realize that you have the best player in the league on your team and you need to just funnel. And you're paying. The well, they already realize that, let's be honest. And what we I, had we had some weapons. Carson was doing was amazing. Uh, Matt Calf was catching the ball. Olsen is not too bad for an option. Lockett, I, Lockett looked good. Honestly, Lockett I, was looking great. Mm-hmm. Lockett was making people make mistakes around him. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, Russell Wilson starts running. Like, well, fuck, who, who, who do we guard? What's going on here? That's the exciting thing. That's this year when it's just, awesome. You have that many weapons. There's so many weapons. Yeah. And, and then Adams. I, We'll get to him, tackles. we'll get to him, we'll like, get to defense. Oh my God. What On offense, what it was really cool to see how dynamic their play calling was. It yeah. was it was different than what you were used to last year. Mm-hmm. Last year was like first down, run the ball. Second down, run the ball. Third and seven. Put Russ, Russ on the wall. Yeah. Russ is getting attacked by three defensive linemen and he's scrambling and trying to make something happen. This year I like, even like I said on the first play of the game, running play action, sack for a loss of nine. But I in my head I'm thinking... I like that this is the way we're starting our season. Yeah. Just letting Russell Wilson have the ball, see what happens. There's so many weapons, and like, it's not like anyone had a great stat line. Like, I go down the list. Uh, Metcalf had four receptions for 95 yards on touchdown. Great. Pretty good. But four, only four receptions. Lockett had eight receptions. Pretty typical Lockett game. Eight receptions for 92 yards. Like, he's the guy who just, when you need someone to make a play mm-hmm. on third and four, he just like mm-hmm. runs a little space. option yeah. route, creates space, and Wilson hits him for five yards. So like that's a typical stat line for him. Chris Carson, what I liked a lot is that they're running a lot of play action, getting the running backs into the flats and mm-hmm. hitting. Well, here's a great example. Carson was six receptions for 45 yards and two touchdowns. And, and then like... I didn't really know how Greg Olson was going to fit into the offense, but he he kind of fills a little gap that we didn't really have. Yeah. And he's just like, he's a solid guy who's going to catch the ball every single time it's thrown in his direction. Yeah. He's not going to be the fastest guy in the field. No. But he's his routes are nice. Strong. Yeah. He knows how to create a little bit of space mm-hmm. and his hands are just money. Yeah. So good. There was a... Uh, well, he caught two passes that like stick out in my head. One was a little out route on third down th- early in the game, and he like turns his head around, and the ball is right in his chest, and it like it just looked like he was expecting it to hit him in the hands as soon as he turned his head. And then the second one was that little slant in the end zone that he yes. caught for his touchdown that Russell Wilson probably threw 140 miles an hour. Yeah, head. that was close too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he like so I see him being like. I I, th- I think his stat line is going to look like this most games. So Four like, catches, yeah. 25 yards, and a touchdown. So yeah. maybe like six to eight targets a game? Totally. Yep. And if you're looking at those stats, they're spread out. Mm. And that's so what's amazing yeah. is that there are so many fucking weapons that you, yeah. that's that's when you have a dangerous offense. And throwing Hollister, throwing Disley. Yeah, right? exactly. Wait till those guys get going. Oh my yeah. God. Well, Hollister made a few plays. Hollister didn't get a lot of action just because Will Disley's healthy and Greg Olson. Yeah, but he still got fit out in there. better to the offense than I thought he was going to yeah, in week yeah. one. Yeah, he was out there a little bit. He only had one reception. Who else likes that there's no preseason this year? Mm, just I get right into it. Don't eh? mind it. No, I, I don't mind it either. Because no, who watches preseason really? Well, I mean, the problem with preseason is how many injuries are there. You look. You were talking about this earlier. Yeah, how yeah. many preseasons there were, or how many injuries there were right. yesterday. Preseason kills a lot of people. Well, that's the reason that most of the top guys, like, they'll play, they'll play like a quarter. quarter they'll wait till the third or, or fourth preseason game, play the yeah. first or second possession, and that's yeah. it. But the guys that make a big difference on teams, like, obviously, Russell Wilson is not getting hurt in preseason. He's not, he's playing one possession. Yeah. But the guys that are like the O and D line who play every fucking snap. Those are the guys that hurt so bad if they get a knee injury or something, right? Yeah. And though it feels like the, those are the guys that take a beating in preseason. Yeah. 
What do you think? So I feel like this is a pretty typical game that we're going to see for the Seahawks this season, meaning that the ball is going to be spread around quite a bit. We have so many weapons. Like even David Moore, who is now like a third or fourth string receiver, had three receptions for 30 yards. Like there's just a lot of weapons. What do you think that... How do you think guys react to that? I think you have, a cert, you have to have a certain personality to mm-hmm. fit into that type of system, right? Where like there's never there's no OBJs on our team that are going to get 14 targets a game, right? No. Yeah. Do you think uh, do you think we have the right? I have an opinion on this, but do you think we have the right like personnel to have a system like that? Because I feel like this is exactly how. 90% of our football games are going to go this season. I feel like if you're on the Seahawks or want to be on the Seahawks, that that's the system you're buying into and you understand that that's the way it's going to be. I, I, they're just going to buy into it. Mm. Why wouldn't you buy into it? Like you're always going to be, you know for a fact that this Seahawks, as long as Russell Wilson's on the team, is always going to have a winning season. It's just a matter of if everybody's if we can stay healthy along the way. What do you think about that, Carl? Because like, we don't have any head cases that are no. like, I'm, it's me, it's all about me. Like, you, people would argue that Adams was what would have been that guy, but if anything's showing you as soon as he's joined the team, he's bought into the system of like, oh He's like God. the best team guy on the team. That's yeah. what I'm up and, and fives, People yeah. would argue that, that like, that's what his past was like. Because you got to think about these guys, right? Like these guys are superstar athletes, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Top zero point one percent in the world of mm-hmm. ath- athletes, and they're coming out of high school and university where they are the absolute man. They're the best player on the team by far. Like, think of a guy like DK Metcalf. Like, no one has ever competed with him physically in, in his entire life. life in high school, right? Until he gets to the NFL. Yeah, yeah. and now that he's in the NFL, you got to like. He, it seems like he's done a really good job in just using him his like physique as an example. Yeah. But like it seems like it would be difficult for some personalities to adjust to being like, well, why aren't you throwing the ball to me 17 times a game? Yeah. I'm the best athlete on the team, you know? I think like Lucas said, we don't have any OBJs, right? Guys that would just openly voice that they're not getting enough touches. I think that's crazy for the Seahawks. And I think like, look at the tight end situation. You have Luke Wilson, Greg Olson, Will Disley, Hollister. Yeah. Right? All of them can step in and make plays. Yeah. And I just think that... That's what makes a healthy team successful along the way because then they don't have to go out there and play every single play. Like that can't be, that's not your guy for the whole game. But they bought into the system. I'm going to go out for a few plays, I'm going to come, but I'm going to stay healthy and you go the 100%, whole season. 100% every play, right? Yeah. I don't like I don't follow really any other teams closely in the NFL, but I feel like it'd be hard to beat our depth right now. I think so. On offense especially. Mm-hmm. Defense were I'll say the defensive backs are pretty deep. Mm-hmm. Like we ha- Marquise Blair looked pretty good yesterday. Um you know, we have Flowers Griffin and still, um, yeah. if Quentin Dunbar stays out of jail, let's say this. <laughs> I think him and Flowers, like, subbing in and out as that fourth DB, decent option. Although mm-hmm. Dunbar didn't look great yesterday. There's just a lot of guys. Other, So I'd say, other than the O and D line, depth, phenomenal right now. Like, on offense, super, super scary. Yeah. What's your defensive scheme? I don't know. Like, who are you picking to guard? There's so many short threats. There's so many long threats. Right? Russell Wilson has everything. Yeah. He's just going to pick them apart. It may take a quarter to figure it out. Once he does, game on. The question mark is the offensive line. And we were talking about this last week. Yeah. And they looked, yeah. I'd say if I were to give them a grade out of 10, it was like a four to five out of 10. Mm-hmm. Which is which the thing is, though, is that Wilson's dealt with that already in the past. So he knows how to deal with it. It's just... He has a few more weapons in his pocket that he can get to earlier now if they start falling apart on him. That's he's gonna hit a little too much yeah. for for my yeah, liking for game much. one. Yeah. A little too much, which is not good. Um but he still bounces up every time. So he was sacked three times for twenty for who gives a shit about yards, but he was sacked three times. Which is not 
all that bad when you look at last season, right? No, but last some season? of the sacks that he got, like when he got hit yesterday, some of them were big hits. And they could have been like knee wreckers. And I don't like that. So what do you think about the O-line? Do you think they look better than last year, the same as last year? Do you think there's room for, like, do you think they're improving? I think there's a slight improvement over last year. Like, I, yeah. like he, he's still getting hit, but I feel yeah. like he has like a, more, a half second more maybe to get a pass off. So a couple of those deep threats, you know, for when yeah. he hit Lockett or Metcalf, he had a little bit more time. I also feel like th- that's a position that as the uh, games go along, they will only get better. So, so um, I, I think it's too early to really decide what what's coming up down the road for that specific property or that, the O line. But you're talking about, I'm real? Talking about real estate now. <laughs> I just saw an email come through. I'm talking about real estate now. Sorry, it's been a long day selling real estate, and awesome. talking football. <laughs> Welcome to my life. That one of the comments I wanted to make on them was. Um, I thought they got better as the game went along. Mm-hmm. Like it seemed like in the second half, especially in the third quarter, like early in the second half when we scored a bunch of points, he had a lot more time. Yeah, and he, it, I th- correct me if I'm wrong, but I think two two of the f- two of the three sacks were like in the first quarter, like really early in the game, mm-hmm. and it felt like they got better. They kind of just figured it out and adapted a little bit. Like <clears throat> new starting center, like right. a bunch of new guys. I think no one pre-season. of the guys is a rookie. Yeah, one of the O tackles is a rookie. I think. So it's like new group, new guys, new positions, like no preseason. It's going to take a little bit of time to figure it out exactly. and get together. Yeah. The old man, it's so crazy how like even as a Seahawks fan, I can only name two offensive linemen. I know. Right? Isn't that so like, bad? They're just, they're no names, but they're so ridiculously important. <laughs> Right, like if you have a good O line, you can you can be weak at other positions. You can be you can have a mediocre running back, but a good O line makes you look like a superstar. Ethan Pochich, right, yeah. was the center, was the starting center. Yeah, he's this is the first year playing center, starting center anyway. Dwayne Brown, Mike Dwayne L- Brown is a seasoned vet, but yeah, I think he's, he's getting older. Mike Lupati, Mikey Patty has been there for a few years. Yeah, Damian Lewis, uh, I think he's the rookie, right? Ah. Uh. And then Brandon's shell is the last one. Yeah, I think Lewis is the rookie. Out of LSU, I think. Yeah, he's out of LSU. Yeah. Yeah, correct. So what, lots of learning, but potential? Do you see it getting better as the season goes on? Or do you see us having... It's hard to say because like last year we we were very weak from the beginning. Always, yeah. And it didn't get much better. Whereas like, so one of... Watching the games now, I'm like, thinking about it more analytically, I'm like thinking about certain positions and like watching certain things. Like I wanted to watch Adams really closely. So on every defensive play for the first half, I was just watching what Adams was doing mm-hmm. on the TV, yeah. which is super cool because he's like, Keeping he's the most 100%. active defensive player yeah. I've ever seen that I can ever remember. Like he's involved on in every, every play. single play. He never stops. Like you look at this, he's 100% racing. Mm-hmm. Even if he's on the other side of the field, right. he's he's doing, like a Bobby Wagner man. Yeah. Like if he stays healthy in his like career, he's a, no, he's a Hall of Famer. No let up every single play. I've never. I, it's mm. crazy what and he you, was. You doing. can tell that the other guys are feeding off his energy. Yeah, like his high five and getting people's faces is freaking good yeah. to see. Yeah, it got people going for sure. Even like, I've never played in the NFL. Really? I don't know Wait, what, what it's like, but. I would only assume that like the young guys like Marquise Blair, who's trying to make a name for himself, like mm-hmm. Trey Flowers, who's coming off a mediocre season, but the team believes in you, mm-hmm. and you. They want you to do well and you're like 23 years old. I can only imagine that like a dude like him is just such a big boost to your ego. Mm-hmm. Like oh, every yeah. time you do something well, he's just like Cheering slapping your helmet yes. and like telling you're the best player in the world. Like, And it, coming from a guy like him, that means a lot. It's kind of crazy. Like where does that... Where does that leadership quality come from? Because he's what? This is his third year in the league or fourth? Yeah, a third year. Do you, I thought he played for the Jets three years. It's third or fourth anyway. So he's like 24, 25? Mm-hmm, 24. 24. And he, he has to know that he's like top five defensive players in the league already. But like where does that... Because it's a pretty rare quality. Yeah. That someone that young is also such a good leader and teammate. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know. It was really impressed. Honestly, I was super impressed. I was more excited to watch him than anyone else on our team this week. And yeah. I was entertained. Had really high expectations. Yeah. And I was blown away by how good this dude is. Oh, man. Like, one thing I said on my Instagram story right after the game was Jamal Adams is extremely underrated. Because he came into camp, he came in to the Seahawks, and people were talking about him as like, one of the best safeties in the league, mm-hmm. and I think he's one of the best defensive players in the league. Mm-hmm. Well, he showed it yesterday: twelve tackles, one sack, two QB hits, and two tackles for a loss. He's well, just he's the most he's tackles in the team. Didn't every he? defensive play, man. Yeah, and you could like having a guy that versus that was one of the things I kept saying in my head. I was like, this guy, this guy does everything. Everything. Yeah. He blitzes. He stops yes, the run. Blitzing. He sacks the quarterback. He's ex- like super good in coverage. Mm-hmm. Did he get beat for one? Did he get beat at all? I don't think so. I don't think anyone had a catch on him. And he's like the best defensive leader we've seen ever, maybe at the Seahawks. Bobby Wagner's a great leader, but Bobby Wagner's not a raw raw guy. Mm-hmm. No, he's not. He's like uh, lead by lead example. By ex- yeah, yeah, totally. And he's a great teammate. <clears throat> Hear him in interviews. He's like always yeah. giving other guys credit and like. Sweet people love him. I know Russ loves him, but like it's pretty cool to have those two guys together now. It's crazy to watch, man. So you're was, pumped. You're pumped man, for the season. So fun. Well, we're one step away from Legion of Boom coming back. How was uh, how was the D line? What would you get? What would you give a score for the D line? Our uh, beer machine's broken, so I'm gonna have to go fix it. No, Just give me a second. <laughs> Where's your beer machine? It's broken. Clearly, Lucas is one of the only people I know that complains about free beer. Yeah, but if you're giving somebody lucky, oh, then you shouldn't even be drinking it. But I'll drink it. I disagree. When just I, so when any I, of you out there, if you guys want to watch the Seahawks come game to my me. house, if you come to my house and I open the fridge and it's stack full of A-grade alcohol, I will be sure not to give you the D-grade. Just to comment on that, I've been I, I what I would say best friends with Lucas for three years, and I can and total the amount of times I've invited to his house <laughs> is zero. That's not true. That's, you invited my house last week. I picked you I up. I brought you to my house last week. <laughs> I picked you up and brought you to my house. I asked you to stay in the car, <laughs> but I did bring you to my house <laughs> on Friday. Remember this? So maybe he has some nice beer in the fridge, but you're definitely not getting any of it. <laughs> D-line. Uh, D-line score. D-line was mediocre. Mm-hmm. Not good. Uh, I think, I was saying this over the weekend, I was saying, um, I think Jamal Adams make the D-line, makes the D-line look better. Because he, like, like I said, just saying, he's, he's so versatile. Yeah. He can do so many things. That they can line up in so many different packages. They now put a new defensive format, like uh, formation, in because of how good he is, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So they're they're running more nickel, which is five DBs, because he can blitz out of that package. They on third and long, they can just drop five guys back. He just does so many different things, and mm-hmm. it's. I think he makes the D line look a little bit better even though they were very mediocre on the weekend. So he helped bail them out? So you look at like look at Matt Ryan's stat line. So I'd say Matt Ryan has a decent offense, not a great offense in the NFL. He's got a couple of really good receivers. Uh, Calvin Ridley's a really good receiver. Julio, Julio Jones, Jones is yeah. a really good receiver. And their new guy, uh, Russell Gage, yeah. I thought looked really... He had nine receptions, Jesus. Um like he looked really good though. He's like a little Tyler Lockett, right? Yeah, He's like yeah, a little yeah. super fast guy and really good hands. Uh, but Matt Ryan threw for 450 yards. Is so, that the beer fridge? So, <laughs> so that tells me we are not getting any pressure on the quarterback. Right? right, right. Like if you have a really active defensive line that's getting the quarterback, no quarterback is throwing for 450 yards. No, that's the lie, right? right? So... Like we mentioned yesterday or uh, last week, I think the two things that we pointed out are definitely going to be the weak spots in this team this year. Mm-hmm. And improvement in both of them means we win a Super Bowl. Improvement in neither of them likely means we Early win exit. one or two playoff games. Mm-hmm. So we have some big tests coming up. Are they though? Like we have some 
New England and Is that all you want to say about the game? No. We can talk about what's coming up. No, no. It's fine, keep going. Hmm? You you just you gotta give Jason Myers some credit. Fuck Myers. Okay. <laughs> That's the credit he gets. That his name actually comes out of my mouth sometimes. <laughs> I think that's a weak point. A weak point. Can we, we get talk rid of him? Let's can trade him. He's six for six. What can we get from him? Can we get Vinatieri out of retirement? I wrote down something. I wanted to bring this up. The potentially the quote of the year comment already in the NFL, but definitely the quote of the week. Did I share this with you, Carl? No. Okay. So Tony Romo is uh, covering the Panthers. Who did the Panthers play? They had like a. Detroit, no. Were they a come from behind win, I think? Oh, it was against the Raiders. And they won, right? No, they lost by four. Okay. I think the Raiders were up big in that game. Mm-hmm. Like 17 nothing or something like that. Anyway. Oh, yeah. Might be it was also, all of a sudden was like, what was the score? 34-30. Yeah. Then it was like 30 to 25 or something all of a sudden. Right? Yeah. yeah. So Panthers had this comeback. All the momentum had swung, obviously. So Tony Romo's comment was, <laughs> the, momentum, the momentum is shifting here. You can hear it in the crowd noise, Jim. <laughs> That's good. Amazing. Man, I just thought that was fucking hilarious. Tony's, in my opinion, Tony is by far the best commentator in the league. By far. 100%. Anytime you get him on your team's game. Oh my God. It makes it ride, so much better. He's so much better. He's man. so real. And he's such a good like analyzer so too. Which so which games does he do? I don't know why he got that game. Like that was one of the shittiest. But why games is he not week. like a Monday night football or a Sunday night football guy, like or Thursday night guy? Maybe one day. I don't know. Like, Do you think that's all bureaucratic bullshit? That it's got to like, be. Yeah, been there forever. That's what it is. It's got to be seniority and whoever. But he's like, new. Come he's only on. been doing it for what three years, maybe. He's so so good. So much better. <laughs> Any business that doesn't put the best people in the right positions. Can go fuck themselves. Like they just are shit. Yeah. You know he's the highest paid NFL analyst in television history. He is. Yeah. He is. CBS gave him seventeen million. Good. Why wow. don't? Why doesn't he do the good fucking games? Why is he covering Carolina and maybe the CBS Raiders? just doesn't have the rights to those games. Oh, he specifically CBS. Yeah. Yeah. Because Fox does a lot, right? Maybe that's exactly why. Mm. Fox, pick up your shit and sign him, man. Please. Who did they try? To, somebody tried to. S- Sign. Who's the other one? Um, For an, an analysis. Yeah. Um, anyways, doesn't matter. Steve Sims. This this tried. Somebody tried to do this. Tried to sneak somebody from another network, and then got kiboshed. I don't like to bring people down. In most circumstances, but often I do. The. The people broadcasting the Seahawks game this week were just so oh my bad, God. man. How, what, you, know what I, you know what I enjoyed about, so I was watching the game. It was terrible announcers. I don't understand who got this. They were then making, I turned the, I went, I had to do some showings, got in the car, put the game on, and the Seahawks announcers on the radio, amazing. So much better. So good. And maybe it's just because you're watching somebody who is pro Seahawks. Mm-hmm. And are listening to them and listening to what they're saying, and you hear the voice that's so familiar. And they're uh, those announcers on that game yet uh, on Sunday was the worst. They how so did they get that game? They, they both they sounded brand new to me. I'd never heard of either of their names. Yeah, one guy was about five foot two, a buck twenty, and the other guy was like six nine, three fifty. So whenever they flashed to the booth, it looked hilarious because there's like a plexiglass window in the middle of them. <laughs> One guy is standing way above the plexiglass window. The other guy is at the bottom of the plexiglass window. Looking up at him. It was super strange. I, they sucked. Yeah, yeah they were really so annoying. So annoying, monotoned, had no fun. I hate that. Do you, think, do you think when we officially get the official Seahawks podcast, mm-hmm. do you think that we could like cameo a game like just me and you could get one game a year we should i feel like we would be pretty solid have we done this already before and if we haven't why don't we, we carl should, we should do a broad we carl, should, we should call a game thought of this we should call a game while we're watching the game mm. so a couple questions 
Are we? Is that where you're going right now? Was it where I just went? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, dude. Obviously, I think we're gonna explore this for the next half an hour. Because <laughs> this would be amazing. Do you think we should? I feel like we did we a few should... stories. That's what we did. We were clearly on stories once. Anyways, go on. Do you I'm think we really should need to do this? Because I can't wait to chirp Myers. Do you think we should do it as a Seahawks, <laughs> as a Seahawks broadcast? I think we like should pull the fans. Being pro Seahawks, or do you think we have to be somewhat politically correct, like Tony Romo? Well, oh, fuck that. We're pro Seahawks, one hundred percent. Okay, so we're not trying to get on Fox. No, we're trying to get on the Seahawks Nation's radio station instead, and calling every Seahawks game. I don't want to be on Fox and just call. Would you want to call this game right now? You know what? I envision if I called this game right now, I'd be wearing a Seahawks jersey. Though, would I get fired? <laughs> I think so. I don't think It'd so. be a problem. I don't think so. <laughs> Red flag. No. I think that's okay. You would, be, you would be chirping clowny right now. What a traitor. This guy sucks. All like, Yeah, you're probably right. All right? I can think of in my head right now is the future of the NFL, mm-hmm. or the future of the Seahawks at least, people having us on live broadcast, the Seahawks social, on live broadcast While with their TVs it. on mute and just listening to us call the game. The dream. I'm in. Let's do this. Uncensored. No you know filter. What? Actually... It's difficult with our line of work to be available at 10 a.m. on Sunday. <laughs> but this week might be a good first What's option this week? because What's this week they, they're the Sunday night game. Oh. So they're 5.30 Sunday. That might be a great option. A and really good a option. Good game. And it's going to be a phenomenal game Just against the Patriots. Br- yeah. New England Patriots with Cam Newton. If only Brady was there. And for all you listeners out there wondering if we are going to keep this PG so that your kids can listen, Hell the no. answer is no. Uh, but your kids should listen to open their eyes to the real world. <laughs> and sorry for, for throwing this comment out halfway through the podcast where we already swore the whole time. <laughs> but hey, <laughs> sorry, not sorry. In our, in our second season. <laughs> There's an R, what is there behind our podcast? There's got to be an explicit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, fuck. There is. It's your problem. Carl, Carl first told me about this, that about halfway through the first season of uh, the mm-hmm. Denny D. Want podcast. And I said, oh, you better just check that box every time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a box you have to check? Yeah, for explicit content. Oh, I thought it was just like straight up, this podcast is. <laughs> no, it's like every episode. Every episode yeah. you got to check, right? Yeah. Oh, my God. Do you have the software that bleeps this out? Because that would suck. Have no, to go through that oh, manually. Oh, that would be awful. Jeez, yeah. That's the best part about podcasts. Unfiltered bullshit. Yeah. I'm learning and listening to Carl other podcasts. editing it for us. <laughs> Just fuck. Could you imagine if we had to do this and edit it? Oh, Jesus. It'd be like three years in the making. Perhaps. No, I just, I would never have a podcast. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to figure it out, man. I quit I'd already. tape one podcast and then it would take me a year and a half to figure out how to post it. Yeah. I'm watching a lot of YouTube videos. I probably call Carl a bunch of times. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, next week. Are we actually doing this? Let's decide right now. Live on the Seahawks social. Not necessarily live, but we're. Recording. What time is it at? It's the Sunday night game. So it's, it's let's a, say it's a to be decided. We, ha- we have to be here at yeah. five p.m. on Sunday. We can't commit to this till tomorrow after our team meetings. You know what, sorry. That's when we'll find out. Why? Because well, I don't know. Do we have opens? Do we not have opens? Open houses end at four. Your open house is ended for. Anyways, I, I'm Dude, 100% okay. committed to it right now. Let's yes. be 100% honest. No one in British Columbia is going to an open house while the Seahawks are playing. That's true, actually. It makes no fucking sense. There's so should many we start, fans up here. You know what we should do? We should do this live at an open house while watching the game and people are coming through our open house. Going, Welcome to the experience. Enjoy the kitchen. Guy. Buy this home. We'd get fired. Yeah, that's not, not a great idea. It's probably the worst <laughs> idea you've had tonight. <laughs> you had a great idea early, earlier, talking about doing it on the podcast. Because you gave Phenomenal me this idea. shit beer. If you give me and some good it's beer, it's really just gone ideas. downhill after that. Like it's fucking beer, man. Anyways, I'm excited. Let's do this. Mm-hmm. I got a lime margarita beer in there. Can you get that for Lucas next? Oh my god, <laughs> lime margarita. <laughs> oh my god, I can't wait. I can't How do we do it? We do the full three hours podcast, or do we? Sp- Cut it up or? I, I say, what do the fans want, Carl? That's a do very good question. Do you think the fans question. want commercials mm-hmm. cut? 
Do you think they want it like a TV show, like on TV, where there's commercials in between? Or do you think I'd we have enough witty If they want to watch us, they watch us. They turn it off, they turn it off. Okay, let's do it If it's all. three hours and they, as a podcast after the fact, and they don't listen to it, they don't listen to it. It's a test, whatever. Who cares? Okay. What do you think? I think we should do a live on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if people want to like tune in during the game. Ask questions. <clears throat> And you can see, you can yes. see us. If they can ask questions, if you have the yeah. phone right beside you, for sure, for the yeah. Instagram live, and they get to see our rise from zero drinks to ten, <laughs> it's gonna be amazing. The That's the tough thing about the ten AM game. Is oh, yeah. like you're watching the whole game sober. Yeah, that sucks. So like, you're pretty rational about most of the things. Mm-hmm. When like there's PI calls, and you're like, yeah, I guess analyze it. I guess that yeah. was a kind of. A we know game. the next two weeks are in Seattle, so we'll have better times yeah can we sneak into the seattle stadium next week no it's impossible there's no fans right no fans in seattle no oh that's a great point i was going to talk about that i guess each individual like team owner gets to decide i think no each each state has its own rules too right state it's not i don't think it's a team it's maybe a mix of both I mean, I think you have to abide by the, the state's city. rules yeah. and the city's yeah. rules. Because there was at least you, three teams that had fans. Kansas City, Miami. I think they made it Jacksonville. Yeah. Did Jacksonville Dallas have 25%. Anyone? Were there people in Dallas? Didn't, didn't Miami announce they were having 13,000 Yeah, fans? Miami had people. So there was at least four or five. Hmm. Remember last week, Carl, you said that you didn't think they were going to have fans this year? What do I know, dude? <laughs> Fucking three hours later. In this- I think they got fans here. Can we? No, man. In uh, I haven't, Washington I haven't not have a team name? Do we know why Washington doesn't have a team name? Just a total random thought. Yeah, there are. There's people out there. Yeah, I know. They have half the well, stadium are so fake you- fans and the other half are real fans. So Denver has point? fans too? Clowny. Traitor. <clears throat> He looks weird in a different jersey. Yeah. I wish he was back here. <clears throat> Get him on here. Oh, fumble. All yes. right. <clears throat> Where are we at? Should we move forward to next week? Let's move forward to next week. Next we week. We have a really, really fun game against the Bradyless Patriots. That'll be really fun. Really fun. I'm excited to see the Hawks just like blow Belichick out. They're going to have a problem. Patriots. What's the, uh, what's the score? So the problem with the Patriots is their defense is really good yeah. and their offense is mediocre at best. So <clears throat> I think that fits really good against the Seahawks because our offense is the best in the league and our defense is has some room for improvement. So we just kind of match up that way. I don't think there's anyone in the league on defense that is going to hold the Seahawks offense down. I haven't seen anyone. They're just so many weapons, man. <clears throat> I think Russ is going to have another big game. I think uh Adams will have another big game. I think the Seahawks are 2-0 in a week from now. Yeah. Should we do so, scores? I'll do a score. I'd like to just point out again for all the NFC West fans out there that uh the 49ers are 0 and 1. <laughs> and Soon everyone else in our division one. The Rams beat who everyone on the bullshit networks thought was going to be the best team in the league, the Dallas Cheese Boys. And the Rams did not even play that good. That was it was an ugly game. The Rams are not good. No. Because they got they lost a lot of people. The How's Arizona? Boys. I didn't see any any uh of the Niners. Arizona game. Arizona's good because they have DeAndre Hopkins now. Oh, yeah. And, and their uh, quarterback is pretty good. Kyler, yeah, yeah. He's been playing very well. 24 to 20, they beat the 49ers. And the Niners have a really tough game this week, I think. So, so they're, they're going to be easily, 0-2. They could easily be 0-2. And we're 2-0. Oh. DeAndre Hopkins had 14 receptions. Oh, no, shit. Never mind. What? The Niners are playing the Jets. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so the Niners are going to be one-on-one. <laughs> uh, 
the Seahawks are made two and one, two and zero. Oh. The Rams play at the Eagles, so that's a coin flip. And the Cardinals play against a team with no name. Fuck. Who won? Who won their first game? They beat the Eagles. They don't even have a team name. They don't need it, man. I messaged our good friend Nav. <laughs> Nav's a good guy. He's a big Eagles fan. I said, how did you lose to a team without a name? Could no one come up with anything? How long have they had? They've had like 10 years knowing this was coming. Oh, they've been, they've been nameless for like last month. No, I know. Yeah, but, but why can't you've they You've had 10 years to come up with a fucking name. How hard is it? What did we come up with last week? Uh, the Boilermakers. <laughs> Perfect. Done. <laughs> or like the Dragons. Or Have a contest. Do something. Call yourselves the Washington Reds. You're red. There you go. Done. Just take name. away the skins. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Didn't think about that. Or the Washington Still, Maroons. Whatever. <laughs> All right. Scores. Uh, I'm gonna go. Th- hold on, hold on. Before we say this, Carl. Yeah. Can mm-hmm. we look up the over under and the line for the game? Mm-hmm. Give me a second here. Lucas, what are you most excited to see next week? Uh, anything you currently didn't see this the week, most well, anything you yeah. were super pumped about this week that you want to see more of? Yeah. Can I talk? Yeah. I'd like to see the whole game. That's all I want to see. You want you want to you want to try your hand out at broadcasting, don't you? And the broadcasting as well, but I actually want to see a whole game. Hmm. I, didn't I got your answer, that. Denny. 10 a.m. game does not fit very well in my schedule on a Sunday. <laughs> it's too early. <laughs> it is uh, yeah. Doesn't work when I'm working. Good news is the Seahawks line. We don't have many of those. Most of them are one o'clock. Good news is the zone is taking a lot of my money <laughs> because I can watch it in the car. Can hold on before we get to the line. Can we confirm? Is it called the zone or Dazen? Just the zone, but it's it's terrible. Whoever. It's a Why bad does everyone idea. say Dazen? Nobody because says it. It's a stupid Who's, spelling. I haven't heard anybody say Dazen except you right now. Everyone says it's D A Z N. Why is it? Crane going at a hundred miles an hour right now. <laughs> it's working late. Midnight. Working late, man. Eight, no way anybody's working right now. Also, I'm surprised how close this game is. It's seven seven. Okay, can we get the score? Thirty four, eighteen. CX. Carl. I'm gonna go thirty one seventeen. Oh. Dork. I think um, you're gonna go what 31 12. No, I think the I respect the Patriots, I don't hate another team more than them, mm-hmm. but I think they are better than people think they are. I'm gonna go 31 24. Seahawks win by seven. And Here's I think, hold on, hold on, hold on. I don't think the game is going to be super close. You said what? 30 what? 31-24. I don't think the game is going to be super close, but I think uh, Cam Newton will like score a touchdown in the last like few minutes to plays. make it a seven-point game. Should we have money on these scores? Yeah, five, so far. $5 a game? So far, Denny has four points. No, no, no. Carl has not one. Points. And you have zero because no, you didn't even show up last week. It's a win or a loss. Not it's, points. Not one, it's not one or a zero. Yeah, each week it's a win or a loss. One person wins and they get the five dollars by from everybody, and yearly, you all owe me ten thousand dollars. <laughs> all right, are we using the same rules as last year? Which were what? <laughs> there were no rules. I think we need money on this to make this legit. What? Okay, what are the rules then? I don't know. We gotta figure out how we do the scoring. Like it's a win or a loss. You either but get like, hold on. We didn't hear the, the lines. What was the line? Closest to the points. Uh, Seahawks are uh, four and a half point favorites, and it's uh, over under is at forty four and a half. Okay, so I say over for sure, and I'll take the Seahawks with the points. <clears throat> so what do we? Are we? We need we need some real rules if we're actually going to okay, we'll, pay each we'll, other five dollars. We'll we'll bring this up. On the broadcast. So, do you think on Sunday? Hold on, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it, and then have the rules ready for Sunday. So, do you think we should use what 
whoever ESPN or whoever you're looking at's line is. So four and a half. Mm-hmm. Seahawks minus four and a half. Do you think we should be picking against that? So we could do... Or do you think we should be saying our own scores and then like, how do you add up scores? Like last week I said 38, 21. Mm-hmm. 21? Yeah. No. 38, 20. Sorry. Last week you said 38 to 20. 20. And it was 38, 25. So do I get minus five points? Because I, I, I think was, so. So five, yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah, I think so. I think that's how we do it. Because know. then, if you would, because I got one bang on, and then the other one I was off by four. No, off by four, four or five, five. five. So I get minus five. So and let's say so you said thirty six, and you'd be minus seven, right? Yeah. You want to do it like that? Sure. Smallest number. You want to do it like that? Sure. Yeah. All right. So what did you say for next week? Lucas said what? Lucas said thirty four eighteen. Okay. You are at thirty one twenty four. Yeah. And I am at thirty one seventeen. Okay. Make it official this year. Let's do this. And we're betting five bucks a week. So everyone's throwing in five bucks. So the winner of each week gets $10. Ten dollars. Ten yeah, I like it. <laughs> Out of your pocket. I'd also like to make a new rule that if the podcasts are gonna be at my house every week, that you cheap cocksuckers bring some goddamn beer sometime. Okay. <laughs> I think it's the least we could do. It's like two grand of beer for a whole season for me. Okay, done. Danny's going to pay $10 every week to either Lucas, Carl or I. Lucas, in his head, Lucas is like, this is why I'm only showing up every second week so that they stop asking me to bring beer. <laughs> well, whatever I bring, it won't be this shit. All right. Shall we? We shall. We love you guys. Peace out. Pumped about week one. One and oh. Teams never look better, to be honest. I'm, I'm more excited than ever. We're already and, talking uh, about the MVP race for yeah, Russell. Man. Pumped about Sunday night. It's going to be a phenomenal, phenomenal thrashing of the uh, New England Patriots. They suck already. Actually, go Hawks. Let's get on here. Love you guys. Fuck. Peace out. <laughs>